Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage, and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hey there. Here we are, back again, hanging out together. I was reading this paragraph from E. Cummings last night, and it said, To be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best, night and day, to make you everybody else, means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting. Wow. I felt all at once encouraged and, you know, a bit braver. I kind of stood up a bit straighter, as if I had found my spine and lifted my chin and expanded my chest. I love moments like that. Do you have moments like that? Suddenly you feel, I don't know, a few centimetres taller? Yeah, the world does seem to be working day and night to slice us up for different presentations. But there's something else very frightening that is happening in the world right now, and it's a kind of splintering and breaking and it's got me worried. In the last few weeks, I saw the President of the United States of America tell those four congresswomen, all women of colour, to go back home where they came from. You'll remember it. it was all over the press. By the way, one doesn't have to be a natural-born citizen to be a member of Congress in America, and more importantly, One doesn't have to be any kind of citizen to have an opinion about the US government, but just leaving that aside, these four women that I'm talking about are known as the squad, and they're all duly elected to Congress to represent their constituents. These women are not going to be silenced. Just like many women have come before them and been threatened with censure from this current President of the United States. Anyway, what happened after that was a hashtag became viral and it stirred up a lot of alt-right energy on Twitter, and there were a lot of hateful comments spewed forth. I mean, it's the stuff of racist graffiti, isn't it? Go home where you came from. I mean, it's the sort of thing you might see in spray paint somewhere, and you just sort of shudder as you watch it being cleaned off. But not anymore. Now we give people a microphone and they can see it. What we were seeing in that little instance is a methodology that is tried and true. And it works like this. Someone powerful creates anxiety and hostility by breaking people apart. They go, you see them over there? They're not like us. We're different to them. And they're trying to take something away from us. And so we get the right to speak about them in whatever vile way we like. Because they're not us. Hmm. I want to read you something. It's called Bridging and Breaking. And it was written by um, John A. Powell from the Haas Institute at Berkeley University. The Haas Institute have made this really beautiful, short, very short and very powerful video. It's called Bridging and Breaking. You can easily find it by just Googling Bridging and Breaking. I'm going to read you the transcript. If we were sitting alongside each other today, my friend, I would pull the video up on my iPhone and I would say, hey, Watch this, it's really powerful. You know how friends do that with each other? But instead, I'm going to 
say, hey, listen to this for a minute. It's really powerful. So I'm going to read it to you. John Powell says, of all the forces shaping politics and power around the world, perhaps none are more important than our sense of who we are and who we are becoming. We're in a period of accelerated change in at least four areas, globalization, technology, the environment, and demographic change. And we can only process so much change in a short period of time without experiencing anxiety, which is a normal biological reaction. But how we respond to that anxiety is social. Our response is greatly shaped by the stories presented by leadership and through culture. These stories speak to our deepest values and our core beliefs about who we are, many of which operate at the subconscious level. We can respond to these changes either as a threat or as an opportunity. The first response is breaking, and the latter is called bridging. Breaking can create this deep fear of other groups, making it easier to accept false stories of us versus them. Breaking perpetuates isolation and it hardens racism and builds oppressive systems while driving our politics and institutions towards an anti-democratic and inhumane practices. But the other response is bridging, which calls us on to imagine a larger, more inclusive we. When we bridge, we see demographic change and our diverse identities as positive and enhancing who we are. Bridging calls on us to engage in healthy dialogue and requires us to listen deeply. Bridging does not mean abandoning your identity. Bridging means acknowledging our shared humanity, rejecting that there is a them and moving towards a future where there is instead a new us. For when we bridge, we not only open up to others, we also open up to change within ourselves, where we can participate in creating a society built on belonging. It's a really powerful, this idea of bridging and breaking. I want to help build a world where we bridge and belong rather than break and divide. We can do it at a micro and a macro level. And I see this breaking and dividing happening all the time in politics, in our systems of care, our communities. And I encourage us all to be bridges. So here's my little ask for this week. I want us all to have a go at a slightly different way of making sense of the world around us. And it's called See, Think, Wonder. See, Think, Wonder is a, it's a thinking routine. It was developed by Project Zero at Harvard Graduate School of Education. And the idea is that it helps learners make careful observations and develop their own ideas and interpretations of what they see. So this is how it works. Over the next week, maybe choose one or two occasions, maybe as you watch the news or as you listen to your colleagues talking in the lunchroom. Or maybe you see the homeless woman pushing the supermarket trolley full of all those dirty plastic bags. Or maybe it's when you see that man 
who is tormented by voices that have him calling out in public. Or maybe the women in hijabs getting on the tram. Or maybe that guy who comes into your emergency department, you know, the one that is deeply paranoid and angry from meth. This is what I want you to do in one of those situations. I want you to ask yourself these questions. What do you see? What do you think about what you see? And what does it make you wonder about? What do you see? What do you think about what you see? And what does it make you wonder about? If we can stay curious and build bridges, we're halfway there, my friend. Until next week, may you be well, may you be happy, and may you be a bridge that gets us all over to the other side. Have you heard about our two-day Compassion Revolution Conference being held in Melbourne on the 10th and 11th of September? We've got the most amazing lineup of international speakers. Grab your ticket at CompassionRevolution.care and you can read more about how you can join the revolution. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You Let's Party. Viva la revolution!